everybody, how you doing? This is Bill Williamson, and this is Silverback Pride. This is our weekly podcast. It's Tuesday. The site on the site will go on Wednesday, Silverback Pride, and we are going to have fun. You know what we like to do. We like to talk what's going on Raiders, and there's a lot going on with the Raiders. Preseason week, there'll be history made in Las Vegas, Nevada, on Saturday night at 6 o'clock when the your Las Vegas Raiders host the Seattle Seahawks in front of fans. First fan event. Awesome. Love it. So make sure we keep that going, right? Just tremendous. So, yeah, I just like talking what's going on. There's a lot that's gone on the last week. Let's just get to it. You know the deal. I like you being the most informed Raider fan in the nation. This is your passion. This is my job. You don't always have time to get everything. It is my job to find out as much as possible, relay it to you. I miss some things. I don't see everything, but I feel a pretty good clip. So let's start talking. How about it? New Raider, Gerald McCoy, very interested in seeing what that was all about and what it means at defensive tackle. This is a guy, you know, he's a six-time pro bowler. He's 33 years old. He talked to the media on Tuesday. He's very fired up. It's going to come down to health with him. Um, if he is healthy, I think he makes the team. This is a guy who didn't play last season. He said it re-energized him. He was with the Dallas Cowboys, you know, um, First nine, ten years in the league with the Buccaneers, where he was really a star. And then um, he went to Carolina, 2019. Did good. Had five sacks in the interior guy. Cowboys last year got hurt. Um, didn't play all year. Quadriceps. So now he's a Raider. Um, I found it to be very interesting. Um, you know, there's they, that was supposed to be a real position of strength for the Raiders. I talked to some people in the know, inside the building, and they say, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that there was a big old bus that just went by my house. I don't really live on a busy street either. Son of a gun. 110 degrees of the windows are open. Just air conditioning at night, be smart. Anyways, um... Not necessarily a move that they're unhappy with these guys, because they brought in four defensive tackles during the offseason. Just John Gruden likes three techniques. He likes guys that has been successful, and they think it's a fit. Um, but the reality is that there will probably be one or two guys that don't make the team, because you're only going to carry five guys, right? So there's, there's going to be somebody at that position who may not make the team. Will it be a Darius Thalon? Will it be a Darius Stills? Maybe Darius Stills is the practice squad heading to the practice squad. Hey, you know, oh my God, if he goes on a practice squad, somebody can sign him to, to the roster. Yeah, that's always a danger, but there's less of that in the league than you think. When guys get cut, there's usually about 25 to 30 guys get claimed around the league. So, you know, you'd be surprised. Um... You know, maybe one of those guys, maybe a Kendall Vickers, who had a, he was a nice rotational player for the Raiders, doesn't make it. But you know what? That's what you do. You always look to upgrade. So I'm, we'll see. You know, we'll just talk that Quentin Jefferson's going to start. Hankins going to start. You know, uh, Thomas could be a swing guy. So, you know, um, 
I, I think that I, I really think that it's going to be interesting. And then if you got McCoy, you know, we'll see. But I, I thought it was an interesting get. It shows the Raiders are always looking, always tinkering, always trying to get better. KJ Wright uh, was brought in last week for a visit. Um, hasn't signed. Who knows if he got an offer? Reportedly. He's going to mold things over. I talked to some people who knew him in Seattle, and they think he can still help. And, you know, he played his first two years with Gus Bradley. So we'll see. But, you know, the point is the Raiders are always looking to tinker. And, oh, and there will be much more of it before they play the Ravens, you know, in four weeks or so. So that's going to be exciting. Ravens, Richard Bateman, first-round pick, may not is hurt, may not be ready week one. Uh, Lamar Jackson is practicing off the COVID list. So, yeah, it's going to get to the point where we're talking about injuries for week one. I mean, we're getting close. We're getting close. Um, what else we got? You know, Brian Edwards is the flavor of the week. Last week in practice, he's, people compared to him to T.O. That was Gruden's. Uh, Carver compared him to Devontae Adams, his college teammate at Fresno State. Potential NFL teammate maybe down the road. Um, uh, a, a Raider team reporter compared him to Randy Moss. Yeah, it was crazy. It was nuts. Remember, this kid had a good preseason, uh, good today in practice. The Raiders' defense had four turnovers, and that's exciting for a defense that was had the third fewest in the NFL in 2020. And that's really one of Gus Bradley's top jobs is to get this team to get more turnovers, force more turnovers. But that's the thing about training camp, is that a Tuesday in August, really, you don't really give a rip, because you know what? They're going against your own offense. So the defense having a good day meant the offense had a sloppy day. So that's how you got to weigh this stuff. Let's see that scrimmage next week against the Rams. Let's see them create some turnovers then. That's why the Rams' scrimmage is important. Maybe even more so than this this game against Seattle uh, this week. You know, I think probably the most important preseason game is going to be that 49er game. The last preseason game, there's only three. The third one's always been kind of, the you know, the, the benchmark of the preseason resting guys. We don't even know if Derek Carr and the starters are going to, uh, are going to, um, excuse me, play in the preseason. Play. They're going to practice. They're going to practice. Uh, Darren Waller's been out. Don't know really what's going on there. It, um, you know, there's been some speculation. Is he not practicing because he wants a better contract? Because he's wildly underpaid? I don't know. That's just speculation. He was practicing on the side today. So that kind of makes it look like it's a bit of an injury. Um, John Gruden really didn't say much about it the other day. So we'll see. I, I would guess it's more injury-related than anything. But Phil network really went into uh, Gruden last week saying, you know, it's time. It's time. And I agree. It's time. No other, there's no other way around it. It's time. I did a story on Monday, Silver Black Friday, check it out. We got a great staff. B.D. Williams, Marcus Johnson, Matt Holder, you know, all doing a really good job. And these guys are more film guys than me. I'm more of a reporter, so it's a good mix. And I just love having those guys with me. Um, 
you know, I did a story on some inside information. I got some talking to some people in the organization. They really think Darren Waller and, and Foster Moreau can be a, a double tight end duo. They're really excited about that. They're excited that they have a lot of young guys that they think can really be the core of this team. And, you know, they're going to be in good salary caps. You know, they got Derek Carr coming up and Josh Jacobs and Max Crosby as far as contracts go. But they, they feel like they're in really good shape. And they're excited about their offense. They're excited about their offensive line. Don't be surprised if they add a little bit to the offensive line, maybe in early September. I mean, because there's not a lot of margin for error there of injuries. But they're excited about Andre James. They don't think this this is too big for him. Um, they love Gus Bradley. They love the, the, the fact that he puts those guys in position to make plays. They're excited about the defensive line. They're excited that, you know, hey, this defense doesn't have to be a top five, top ten defense. If it's top 15, you know, good enough to make the playoffs. They're excited about having nine home games and a tenth one against the Chargers, basically. They feel like they have 10 out of 17 home games. Get it on. That That's an advantage. The heat's a big deal in Vegas. They practice early in the morning, but it's hot. It's hot, but they feel like they can really get some things done and they'll be an advantage for them late in the season and late in games, you know? Um, so, yeah, it's really, the, the vibes are good in Vegas. The vibes are good. Uh, Carl Nasbitt talked publicly, media-wise, first time since his announcement to come out as the first openly gay NFL player. And if you're following me, you know how proud of I am and how excited I am for him and to live his truth and what a responsibility and opportunity it is to cover the first openly gay active NFL player. Um, we're not going to over talk about it, but when it's time, we are. And, um, you know, he was great. He said, it's great not to lie at work. He said, I thought it was interesting. He said, hey, I've been out um, to my family and friends for a long time, but finally I can feel comfortable enough in the league. And he's having a good camp. And, you know, maybe this freedom will, will, will take his game to the next level. The Raiders certainly would love to see that. Another Alabama offensive back. Raiders have six, um, six Crimson Ties uh, players on the roster, three running backs, Jacobs, Kenyon Drake, and now Bo Scarborough. Jalen Richard is out for a week or two, left with another about another week with a foot injury. Um, and there's a fourth B.J. Emmons running back, but he started Alabama, finished at Florida Atlantic, I believe. I always liked Scarborough. When, when Scarborough was in college, I mean, this guy was a specimen. I thought he was going to be a stud. He, it hasn't worked out that way. He's been, he was a seventh-round pick. He um, bounced around. I think this is his fourth NFL team. But, you know, maybe the Raiders give him a look. Certainly, uh, certainly nice having a guy with that kind of college pedigree, you know, in the system. Let's see. Let's see where it works, you know. The the Raiders' depth chart, the first depth chart came out yesterday, and that's only because it was a preseason game, and I wouldn't look too much into it. Um, there wasn't that much craziness on there. Yeah, Tanner Muse starting, but you know what? That's in a base. He's not going to probably start. They had... Uh, they had Malcolm Koontz play uh, play out there uh, the other day, the, today, Tuesday, 
at linebacker. And I, I think the reason for that is that, hey, Gus Bradley's defense is all about matchups and game situations. And whether Koontz is a defensive end or a linebacker, who gives who really gives a rip? I mean, he's a pass rusher. Khalil Mack played those two positions in Oakland, you know, so it's not really going to be any different where he plays. So I think that's exciting. That's something to look for this week. What do, what should we look for in um in the preseason game? Health, backups. I don't know what starters are going to play. Let's see the backups play well. Let's see the trenches do well in the trenches. Let's see some turnovers and just competition. And again, did I mention health? That's really it, health. So there you go. That's our show. I hope you enjoyed it. Bing, bang, boom. We don't spend a lot of time. We just go, we go, we go. And it's when it's over, it's over. Not really looking to impress anybody. Just want to give you the information that you deserve as a Raider fan. All right. Have a great week. Have fun. We'll see you. This is Bill Williamson. Uh, this is Silver and Black Pride. Check out the site. Check out the podcast. Check out BD and Matt and Marcus. We've we got something good going for you. Take it easy. Be safe. Be happy.